Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? I don't know about you, but there's no place I'd rather be than here. Hallelujah. Amen. Where spiritual things happen. Amen. Where healings are performed by the healer. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God is good. I don't know. Has he been good to you? Hallelujah. I'm excited to be in this house again. Amen. Give honor to pastor. Thank him for allowing me to be here. Give honor to Pastor Mark as well and their family. Amen. But are you excited about what God's going to do today? That's my question this morning. Hallelujah. I've had enough doom and gloom. I'm ready for the new season that is approaching. Amen. Hallelujah. As it has already been spoken that we're going to go into our four-week Christmas series. Amen. And I'm going to kick it off today. And we are going to together, we're going to discover Christmas. Amen. Rediscover Christmas. We're going to find out what Christmas is all about. Oftentimes we get tied up in a lot of the commercial part of Christmas. And I like gifts like everyone else. Hallelujah. If you have an extra one, I'll take it. Uh, but we got to remember that there is a real meaning of Christmas. And today we're going to, together we're going to unpackage this, this gift today. Hallelujah. And we're going to rediscover the real meaning of Christmas. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Luke chapter 2. If you could stand for the reading of the word. Verses 28 through 32. Then he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all the people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Amen. Why don't we bow our heads and pray, amen, and invite his presence to be with us here today. Lord, we love you. We praise your name. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your grace, and your blood that you shed on Calvary. We give you thanks for all that you have done. We give you honor, Lord. We pray that you would anoint me, God, never for my sake, but for the sake of the hearer of the word, those online, wherever they are watching, those at home, those here in the sanctuary. I pray, God, that you would anoint me for their sake, God. Have your way today. We love you and appreciate you in Jesus' name. And everyone say amen. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. My title today is Finding Hope in Our Uncertainties. Hallelujah. Has this not been an uncertain year for us? Hallelujah. It's almost like uh, nothing really surprises me anymore. Hallelujah. It seems like, and, and, and I know this is probably an extreme, but I've been through so much that nothing really surprises me anymore. Whether it be at work, whether it be at home, wherever it is, nothing really surprises me if they told me that the mall fell down today, it wouldn't surprise me. That's the type of year that it's been. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. But today we're going to talk to that fear. We're going to talk 
to that, 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 that gloomy year that we've had, and we're going to rediscover Christmas together. Amen? Every generation has had these questions asked of them. Where were you when? Where were you when? Where were you when we landed on the moon? And many of us can remember that time. Where were you when JFK was assassinated or Martin Luther King was assassinated? Where were you? These are moments in our life that we remember. These times and these, these news that comes across and, and, and it hits us, we never forget these times. I can tell you exactly where I was when I got the news of 9-11 when they bombed the Twin Towers. Hallelujah. These, these are cultural shifts. These are times of change. These are times where it's not going to be the same. Hallelujah. There's no going back to the old uh, uh, country or the old ways. They strike oftentimes without warning and introduce a new sense of uncertainty in our lives. This is how this year has been for us. Hallelujah. These are cultural changes. They change us. Hallelujah. These events will get inside and they'll, they'll change our thinking. They'll change the way we act. Hallelujah. They'll put fear in our life. Hallelujah. But today we're going to come against these issues and we're going to hit them right where they belong. And we're going to talk about a hope today. The hope of Jesus Christ coming to this earth and dying on a cross and arising on the third day. Our hope is not in the catastrophic events that hit us that we hear about on a daily basis. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen this morning? You've asked an apostolic preacher to preach, and I am going to preach Jesus Christ this morning. Can I get an amen again? Hallelujah. This year has been a rough year. Amen. We've had a global pandemic reached all across the borders, across our world. We had an economic recession. We had political division. This year has been different. We had racial reckoning in our lives. We had wildfires and hurricanes and floods. Hallelujah. Need I go on? Hallelujah. This has been a year of trying this has been a year of testing, but at the same time, this is a year of Advent. What is Advent, Brother Chavez? What does it mean? It is a year of Advent. It is a year of hope. Hallelujah. I'm here to preach hope. Amen. To welcome the Christmas season and to tell you that there's hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Sour, so, sorrow may endure for the night, but joy is coming. Amen. Does anyone believe that this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. The word Advent means coming or its arrival. And this season is traditionally a time of expectation, waiting, anticipation, and longing. Hallelujah. Today, I long for hope. I long for a day of Advent. I long for a season of his arrival. Hallelujah. I long for him to come up and get up into our daily grind and begin to do things for us and begin to bless us in this time of reckoning that's in our lives. Hallelujah. Advent is not just an extension of Christmas. 
It is a season that links the past, the present, and the future. What is that? The past is that he came. Hallelujah. The present is that he is with us. And the future is that he's coming again. Hallelujah. He's coming back for a church. Hallelujah. Without spot or wrinkle. Amen. Hallelujah. You can bank on one thing this morning. You can take it to the bank and cast a check. But Jesus Christ will come back again. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 It offer us this advent, this time of, 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 of re, restructuring our thoughts and looking uh, from a different perspective on our daily uh, issues and things that we have to do throughout the day. Advent is a time to sit back and to look and to analyze our lives, where we have gone wrong, gone wrong and to realign ourselves with the man of God, with the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. This is what's going to keep you. Hope is going to keep you. Hallelujah. Advent looks back in the celebration of hope fulfilled in Jesus' coming. While at the same time looking forward in hopeful and eager anticipation to the coming of Christ when he returns for his people. Do we still believe in the word of God this morning? Hallelujah. Do we still believe in the second coming of Christ? Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. During Advent, we wait for both. It's active, assured, and it's a hopeful waiting. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm not giving up during these times. Hallelujah. I know that it's a trying time. This year, I wish I can erase it from my life. Hallelujah. I don't need to go on with everything that I've been through this year because we all have our load to carry. But I'm here to tell somebody that there is hope in Jesus Christ. This is why we need the church because beacon of hope are going out today and saying you can make it get back up hallelujah don't stay depressed get on your knees and begin to pray hallelujah push away from the table hallelujah it is a time for us to get stronger together we all like the presence I don't like handing out my debit card, but I have to. Hallelujah. Seven kids. I got my uh, new debit card in the mail yesterday. Nice, shiny, Disneyland-looking card. And my wife said, okay, I'll take it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I haven't even used it. Well, I got to go to Ikea. You know, we got kids. Remember, we have seven kids. I remember that. But it's not about the presents. It's not about what you spend. It could be a time of, of, of living a, a, just a, a down life. It's a time of maybe even depression begins to sneak in. But I'm here to tell you that this is a time of change. Something has arrived for us. The season of Christmas. I'm not talking about the presents. I'm talking about the celebration of one that was born in a manger. Hallelujah. Who came to reconcile us to him. Amen. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. If that doesn't excite you, I'm not quite sure what will this morning. 
During this season, it's a time to align ourselves with God's presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 2020 had a high level of anxiety. We all know that. You don't, need, you don't need to come to me and explain what happened because we're all in it together. But I was thinking in prayer as I was preparing for this message, we're all in it together, but we're going to also get out together we're going to be stronger together we're going to reflect on our lives together hallelujah and i'm preaching to myself this morning we're going to be better when we get out of this together we're going to have revival in our city together hallelujah we're on the same ship this morning and we're floating the same seas but i'm here to tell you that there is hope because jesus christ was born hallelujah Amen, amen, amen. We're rediscovering Christmas. Hallelujah. I know that, you know, some of you put up your lights. I haven't put my lights up yet. Hallelujah. I'm not sure if I want to get up that high. Hallelujah. It's funny because I put up lights and I just put them on the first floor. Hallelujah. On the first story. And, uh. My wife always comes through and says, yeah, but I, I want them up there. I don't care what it is. It's in the hardest area of the whole house. That's where she will want a special light. And she's probably watch, watching online. Love you. God bless you. Hallelujah. I got to preach me today. Is that all right this morning? But it's like it's, a, it's always a place where I can't get to. I love Christmas. I love going shopping. I love eating. Amen. I know this is a different one. I love being with family. I love making tamales. Hallelujah. Anybody make tamales? Hallelujah. We're a tamale family. Amen. But Christmas. But we got to remember. We got to rediscover something that we've let go. Hallelujah. And I know we've had our Christmas dinners. And, 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 and this is all great. But we can't let go of the true meaning of Christmas. We cannot let it leave our grasp. I know our hands have been a little shaky. And they've been a little loose. But we cannot lose the grasp of Christmas. Of Jesus Christ coming to this world. We cannot forget what he did for us this season. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. In the word of God, it was, it was a deepest hope for them to, to receive the Messiah. It was prophesied by prophets that he would come. Hallelujah. It was covenant uh, that he would come. There was, there was covenant after covenant and promise after promise that he would come. This baby would come. The Messiah would come. And it had been generations since he had come. They had waited and waited and waited. And the question was not so much that he was coming, but how long do we have to wait? Why has he not come yet? Why has he not entered our world? Why has our people not been saved yet? Why has the Messiah not came? I feel like this is in our spirit today. Why this pandemic is still here? Why do we got to go back into social distancing? Why do we have to cancel church? Why can't we get together? Come on, I'm preaching this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Why? They suffered the same way we suffered, waiting for this special gift, this Advent uh, 
Messiah that was coming to save the world, amen, of their sins, amen. And we sit here every day and we ask this question, and I know you ask it because I ask the same thing. Why and how long? And this should have been over. Hallelujah. I, I kind of like when things go for the good. I, I'm, a, I'm a half glass uh, full guy. I'm not a half empty glass guy. I'm not a pessimist. I'm a positive person. And so when things start leaning towards, towards getting better, that excites me. And the question has came up because just when things seem like they're getting better, they revert back to their normal self. And we got to deal with these this pandemic in our lives. And we got to deal with these sickness. Amen. Hallelujah in our lives. And, and, and we get these news and, and you get quarantined and all these things in our lives. And, and I'm here to tell you that you're not the only one that suffered this way. They had waited for generations for this Messiah. Good people, faithful people, people that were giants in the Lord. They waited for generations for hope and help to come. And Advent came, hallelujah, when he was born in a manger. It arrived. Hope came for this world. And I'm here to tell you that hope is coming for us in 2020. Can I get an amen this morning? Is there anyone that believes it? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Simeon was this type of spark. Anna was a, they, they, she was a prophetess. Amen. She had been a prophetess. Seven years she was married to her husband, and then he died. And then she dedicated the rest of her life in the house of the Lord. Anna sat there, and she fasted. The Bible says, read it for yourself. It says that he, she prayed, and she fasted day and night. She sought after God in the time of a crisis. I'm here to wake you up this morning and to tell you it's time to buckle up and start living for God like we should. Amen. Hallelujah. No need going to the gym this week. I'm going to get my workout this morning. Hallelujah. As you can tell, I've been working out a lot lately. I was going to the Goodwill on over on Murrieta Hot Springs there and pulling up and they got that total fitness 24-hour gym mark knows where it's at hallelujah oh pastor mark sorry um anyways so i was i was driving in the driveway and i saw tents there and they had and i so told my son i said what is that i can't believe my 11 year old son knows more than me he said dad that's 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 the gym they're putting all, and I so I driving by, going to the Goodwill there, and I'm about to back up, and I'm looking inside, and sure enough, man, they're working out. It's cold out there, and they're working out, and you know they're doing their thing, and they're social distancing, and in my mind, I'm going like, wow, they made amends, they made changes, they adapted to their environment. Hallelujah. Pastor Mark, we got to adapt to our environment. Hallelujah. We got to keep living for God no matter what comes our way. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen during this season? I'm not going to back up, devil. I'm going forward in Jesus' name. I may have gotten wounded along the way, but I'm going to get back up and live for God in this season. 
Hallelujah. I may not get through all my notes this morning, but hallelujah. I, uh, at work, we are probably the, the second highest purchaser of Pexiglass. My team installs this stuff. It's everywhere. If you go into the break room, you, you have this plexiglass in front of you. And the chair in front of you, no one can sit there. It's taped off. But you can sit like catty corner there, somebody there and have the plexiglass. And you can have lunch with somebody at those tables. But they made amends for their situation. They made, they adjusted, hallelujah. Smart businesses will adjust in these times and make changes that are, that, that are according to their environment. Hallelujah. What am I saying this morning? Hallelujah. I don't know. Maybe we need an old-fashioned prayer meeting this morning. Maybe we need to get our mind off our faults and start focusing on him this morning. Maybe we need to take a step back, an Advent look and a perspective on our lives and quit looking for the negative and start searching for the positive and start praying for the good to come in our lives. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So these people, Simeon, he was one of these, these guys, hallelujah, where he was, he was faithful. Amen. Anna already talked about her since she was 84 years old. I don't know about you, but that's old. My father-in-law is not here, is he? Hallelujah. It's about his age, 84 years, 83 years old. But she stayed in the house of the Lord. She made amends for her situation. She got there and she knew she had to buckle down because she had to pray and she had to fast on a day, all day and all night. Hallelujah. She had to stay in the temple. Why? Because something was about to arrive and hadn't, uh, hadn't arrived yet. And she knew that that Messiah had to come. And if he was going to come, there had to be prayer and there had to be fasting. She adjusted to her situation church hallelujah no matter how bad your year has been no matter what kind of problems and struggles that you are facing now hallelujah no matter what kind of season of darkness or pain you are in let me encourage you do not abandon hope Hallelujah. Do not abandon what God has put inside of you. You don't even have to be a Christian to have hope. Hallelujah. God put this. You don't have to be spiritual to have hope. Hallelujah. God put this inside of you. He put these attributes inside of you. He put these resources inside of you to pull from in the time of need. Hallelujah. I feel like preaching now. Hallelujah. Hope. What is hope? Hope is alive in our deepest pain, in our most helpless situations. It is there where hope arises. Hallelujah. Hope is, hope is no good when you're on the mountain. Hallelujah. Hope is dead when you're on the mountain. Unless you're about to ski down a hill or something. Hallelujah. Then you're going to, I hope I live. Hallelujah. I remember one time we went skiing and this is not in my notes, but Kara was, took that ski school, you know, doing her thing. And me, I'm like, uh-uh, I don't need another hip surgery. Hallelujah. I'm good. But, yeah, she was skiing. And 
One day she's all like, I got it now. I got it now. She had brought a friend with her. They were coming down this hill, and I saw her coming, and she was coming fast. Hallelujah. And I, I was going to stop her. She's my daughter. I would have died saving her, but she flew right past me. <laughs> and she went, and she just like, her skis went all over the place, and she rolled a little bit, and she came real close to, to a, a shed. Hallelujah. Could have taken her life, but that's, that's when you need hope. Hallelujah. That's when you need hope in your life. But hope is, is, is dead without a need. Hallelujah. What good is hope? Hallelujah. If everything's all good uh, at the job. Amen. And, and your marriage is going great. Hallelujah. And you got plenty of friends. And you got a lot of money in the bank. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, hope becomes alive in times like this. Hope rises from its dead state and comes up and says, I am here. I am sent from God to assist you in a time like this. Can I get an amen? amen. Come on. Hallelujah. This is exciting. I don't, know, I don't know about you. Maybe I'm just encouraging myself this morning. Hallelujah. But hope is alive. Amen. When it's called upon, like times like this, don't let go of the Advent season, of the season of hope that is before us. I know we got peace and love going to be preached and unpacked by this great man of God in the next few weeks. I understand it. But today, we got to get hope and get it from a dead state and put it in our hearts and say, I can live for God. I can, with, I, I can get through this trial. I can get through this hard time. Hallelujah. I can get through this sickness God's with us do you think that this pandemic shocked him you know the more I'm in this this pandemic the more I think that God is a part of this I'll tell you what and I'm not bragging but I've never fasted like I fasted lately I've never fasted like I fasted lately. Hallelujah. What are you saying? Hallelujah. Something is, is causing me to take a look at my life and to reanalyze my personal life and my walk with God. Is there somebody out there that needs to sit back and say, hey, hey, things may be bad all around me, but this might be a good time for me to fast and to pray and to give and to love. Hallelujah. Amen. I was sitting in prayer this morning. And I was looking out my back window and I got a, it's not really a mountain. I live in the hills. I don't live in the mountains, but it, it was, it's a pretty big hill. And I was just thinking that and I felt like the Lord had been saying, hey, you're not here by accident. Hallelujah. I'm actually, now I, I don't have any biblical backup on this one, but I really felt like he was saying, you know what this is, Mark? This is mercy. Hallelujah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor. This is mercy. I said, what do you mean this is mercy? Hallelujah. We've got people stopping and dying. Our whole lives have stopped. It's mercy. I'm giving you an opportunity to reflect. I'm giving you an opportunity to look at your life again. I'm giving you an opportunity to move forward and look at your future. I could have came when you were there in your lethargy. I could have came when you were in your sin. But I chose to stop you and to say, hey, stop and look at your life and realign yourself with God. Hallelujah. That's mercy. 
That's mercy. What did Joseph think when he went into the dungeon and when he went into prison and he was sold and betrayed by those that he loved, his own family? He said the enemy thought he, he had it and meant it for bad, but God took something bad and he meant it for good. Hallelujah. I am really off my notes this morning, but God bless you. Hallelujah. Just all right, Pastor. Hallelujah. When we are too weak to carry on and we feel our grasp slipping, the ability to try hope, his spirit is within us and his spirit begins to restore hope. Hallelujah. It begins to take this hope, this dormant hope that was inside of us. And in the time of crisis, it begins to move a little bit and it begins to shake a little bit saying, hey, hang on. It ain't over yet. Hallelujah. Your life ain't over yet. It's not the end of the road yet. Hallelujah. There is hope. Hallelujah. And I am hope and I am here to help you. Hallelujah. Let's not forget that he has always he has always equipped his people for their situation, for their generation. Hallelujah. God is a, a mastermind, a master architect that plans ahead, years and years ahead. And he always equips us for any type of situation that we will endure in life. He will equip us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans 5 says, Paul says, because of Jesus, we boast in the hope and the glow of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Hallelujah. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character and character produces hope. Hallelujah. Yes, that's exciting. You can say amen this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you. That there's hope in a dire situation. Hallelujah. God is, is a God of hope. Amen. Uh, I, I preached this before here, but I, I want to say it again. that I, I, You never really see God talking about death uh, too much. And he, he always, when somebody is dead, he always, call, he always says they're asleep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to somebody. You might think you're dead. But you're just asleep. Lazarus was just asleep. Hallelujah. The young boy that he raised when they were having the funeral was just asleep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just asleep. Why? Because you're not dead. Because you're just asleep to God. Because if you're asleep to God, he could go over and nudge you. Hallelujah. On the side and said, it's time to wake up. Hallelujah. I know things have been tough in your life. And it hasn't been as normal as, as it usually is. But I'm going to wake you up you are not dead hallelujah hallelujah this hope comes from God's spirit hallelujah I'm so glad that my God doesn't sit on a shelf hallelujah they uh, have this program uh, it's, it's 72 animals. I don't know who's ever watched the documentary, but it's like they talk about animals and dangerous animals. And uh, oftentimes they, they, they would give a background on this animal. And they would, uh, they, they would tell you what it's used for in different countries. And, and, what, and, and this, this animal, uh, sometimes it, it, it is worshipped. And, and uh, like, for instance, the monkey, uh, it's, it's worshipped in some parts in different countries of this world. And, and, and they take these, these animals and they, they begin to give them praise and worship. And, and they believe and they have faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hello? They have faith in a monkey. Some of you that have traveled abroad know what I'm talking about. They worship these animals. And they have faith in the monkey. Hallelujah. It reminds me of the story of Rahab. She had more faith, it seemed like, than the two spies. She says, uh, we have seen, you know, th th that the Lord had, had taken this, this Red Sea and split it for you. She began to name event after event. They knew, hallelujah, what was happening in God's house. They knew what was happening. Hallelujah. Amen. They know what's happening in this house. And they are watching you. And they're going to say, can I get hope out of them? Are they going to stay, hallelujah, in the church? Or are they going to fall out after the first trial? Or the first wave of life hits them she knew more about the events it seemed like they did and then they the two spies woke up and said yeah be here we'll save your household we'll save your father's household but she knew I'm here to tell you this morning that they know what's going on in your life. And they are watching this church. Hallelujah. And they're going to, and they're watching. And in their minds, I know this is happening. They're saying, uh, over there, hallelujah, in Old Town is a church called True Vine. Is it the rock, hallelujah, that Peter said it was going to be? Is it going to be the church that it said it was going to be? Or is it, are they going to falter? Or are they going to fold? Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But Paul said it like this. Don't ask me what was wrong with Paul, but he, didn't, he, he was okay with suffering. First time I suffer, I'm like, hey, where's the exit door? No, I'm just kidding. But it's like, what, what was he saying years ago? Pastor, what was he saying, Pastor Mark? What was he saying to us? Who knows? Maybe he saw a pandemic in 2020. And he said, hey, I got to encourage them. Hallelujah. I got to tell them something's coming that they think they can't endure. But I'm here to tell them that if they go and they suffer, hallelujah, they're going to know him and his reward. They're not going to stay in the suffering. The reward will come one day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Does anyone believe that this morning? Hallelujah. I'm buckling down. What are you doing? I'm getting ready for revival. Hallelujah. We're going to finish what we started. We're going to finish what we started. We started out 300. We're going for four. Hallelujah. Next year. Amen. I'm going to speak it when the devil doesn't want me to speak it. When faith says speak it, I'm going to speak it. Hallelujah. And you will be there too. You're going to make it. Hallelujah. The heaviness in your chest will begin to leave as you turn towards God and begin to pray and to begin to believe in, in faith, have faith in God and to say, hey, my situation is not going to dictate my destiny. My destiny is going to change. Hallelujah. Destiny. What is your destiny this morning? Hallelujah. To fold. No. Times are tough. I know. But the season of hope is here. And there is no greater hope in this world. I mean, bottom line, we, get, we all live in this world. We all work nine to five jobs. I started earlier, but that, that's okay. We all, we, we all live in this world. And we all get tied up in, 
I'm going to fly out of state, go see my great-grandparents, you know, and I'm going to do this with my family. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we get caught up in this. Sister Zuniga, we got to remember what the real season is. We got to rediscover Christmas. We might have to look way deep in our hearts. We may have to move some stuff aside. Hallelujah. I hope I didn't spoil anybody's plans. Hallelujah. But we got to move some stuff out of the way. Hallelujah. I'm just a messenger. He asked me to come and bat. I'm just trying to hit the ball this morning. Hallelujah. I don't question him. I just say yes, when and where. Hallelujah. It's an honor to be here, to sit behind on a platform where a a bishop preaches the word of God that has given his life for 20 some odd years here. It's an honor. And today, I'm just a bat boy. Today, I'm just hitting the ball. I'm just trying to get on base this morning with somebody. I'm just trying to help. If one person is helped, I've done my job. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on. Is there any faith in this room this morning? Is there any hope? Is there somebody who's going to stand up with me today and say, hey, I'm going to move forward. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sit here in my demise and die. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. And I'm closing. Hallelujah. But the three lepers that were starving, they knew that one of two things were going to happen. They were either going to starve out in the outskirts or they were going to go and approach the enemy. What I'm saying this morning is you don't have a choice. You can sit there and die, or you can get up this morning or this season or at home, wherever you're at, and say, you know what? I'm not dying here. I'm not living here. This is not my destiny. This is not what I do, and this is not who I am. I am a child of God. I will move forward, hallelujah, when the circumstances around me tell me not to. I will move forward in faith, hallelujah. Can we stand this morning, hallelujah, during this season of Christmas, this season of hope, and lift our hands across the building and begin to pray and begin come on come on we can pray in our seats we can have a prayer meeting in our seats this morning hallelujah they chose not to die and they stood up and they begin to walk hallelujah all they had to do was walk and when you take that first step guess who's going to join you Hallelujah. Come on, I'm speaking to your heart this morning. I know I know things have been tough. Hallelujah. I don't want to unload my issues upon you. Hallelujah. I don't want to unload what I've been through this year upon you. I will if I have to. If I know it's going to save you, I will. But I don't believe I have to do that. I know it's been tough. I know jobs have been lost. I know homes have, have people have went into foreclosure. I know sickness has come around. I know things ain't normal. I know the enemy tends to work on your psyche. I know he's attacking our minds. I know that. But I'm here to tell you that hope 
comes alive in these situations. It is time where hope says, okay, it's my turn. I got to get up. Hallelujah. I got to start moving. Why? Because there's a need. Move over, courage. Move over. All these attributes that God gave us, move over. Why? It's my turn. Why? Because I'm hope. Hallelujah. And things are looking bad. I got to find some place to work. I got to find some place to perform. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to pray for us. Amen. Lift your hands across the building. Lord, I love you, God. I praise your name, Lord. I preach my heart out today, God. Hallelujah. I pray, God, for hope that it would arise from a dead place, God, and take precedence in their hearts, God, and begin to lead them. Hallelujah. And begin to show them that they can make it, God. I pray for every soul that's in this building, every soul that is watching online. I pray that you would go and enter into the homes and begin to revive hope there. Begin to remove sickness there. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Lord, pour out your blessing. Pour out your spirit. Show us your strong. Show us your miracles, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.